Welcome everybody to my daily wrestling podcast. This is Darren, aka Mr. Dorse Fists. I'm here to give you all the news, reviews, previews for Raw Smackdown, NXT, and all of the wrestling world right now. Like I said, I'm here daily, so without any further ado, let's get into it because today's show is going to be a good one. Hello, everybody. Darren, Mr. Dorse Fists on Twitter. Darren for Sunday Five on Instagram. I'm here today for the NXT review for the 12th of August. Um, I've already posted the AEW one. This is the NXT one. Um, NXT starts off pretty strong. You've got Karrion Cross, the actual monster, against Danny Birch. Retribution for last week when Karrion Cross took out Danny Birch, proving to Keith Lee that you know he's dominant and he was just another victim of his. So the match was pretty good, to be honest with you. Danny Birch got more offense in than I thought he actually would. Um, but Karrion Cross basically no-sold practically everything. He German suplexed him once, he got straight back up. German suplexed him again, then he clotheslined him. And Karrion Cross was like, I'm not having any of this. He put him in the cross face and Karrion Cross still no-sold it. At one point, he just twisted his head and he, and he looked at Danny Bird. He was like, come on, really? Karrion Cross sambo suplexed him a few times. Basically pinned him one, two, three. That was basically it. It was a, it was a squash in four minutes. Um, now, a few of my friends... Uh, Andy, um, that I know from Watka culture as well, um, you know, he, he said good, good luck in trying to about this match, trying to make Karrion Cross look like a badass. Because what happened after the match, Keith Lee comes, he, he runs out to take out Karrion Cross. They lock eyes, they share the ring briefly for a moment. Keith Lee's got a contract in his hand. He said he's signed it already. He wants to fight Karrion Cross at SummerSlam. Um, you know, he, he, he wants him. Uh, Karrion Cross. Um, his partner Scarlett Bordeaux, um, she basically grabs the the contract from uh, the the ring because Keith Lee threw the contract down and she picked it up. She picked it up. She shows it to Karrion Cross. He signs it. Um, as soon as he signs it, she kisses it after, and then she closes it. She throws it back in the ring to Keith Lee. He opens it. Bang! Massive fireball in Keith Lee's face. <laughs> He's basically screaming and crying, oh, my face, his face got burnt, which was very, very clever. Part of Karrion Cross's thing, really. Uh, Keith Lee should have seen it coming. Made Karrion Cross still look like a badass. Scarlet Bordeaux makes her sound like a witch. Fantastic opening segment. He had officials come out, try and put a towel over his face, ask him if he was right. He's got to go to a local medical facility. They never say they would hospital. I don't know why. And yeah, basically, that's basically it. He had a towel, he, he refused the towel, he chucked the towel away, he didn't want it. Carrying Cross walks up the ramp and out of sight. Keith Lee is backstage, bumping into things, saying he can't see. He eventually gets taken off into an ambulance, and as he's getting taken off in an ambulance, on the split screen, because he's taken an advert, Drake Maverick is making his way to the ring, but the Undisputed Era, the best team in the world, Basically, as the ambulance is leaving, they a black jeep comes in, into focus. They watch the ambulance leave. They storm to the uh, arena where Drake Maverick is fighting Killian Dane. And you can guess what happens. The only spirit came down, beat the fucking tar out of Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. The match goes through no contest. The, the, the bell rings. They beat the crap out of him again. And the um, Adam Cole gets on the mic and says, Pat McAfee, because Pat McAfee is not a wrestler. He's an American footballer, but he's a journalist on WWE TV. He kicked Adam Cole in the head last week, if, if you didn't know. And he wants to fight him at SummerSlam. It's a bit hawky, it's a bit cheesy, but he's going to get more eyes on the product. Adam Cole said, Pat McAfee, your ass is mine. I'm going to kick your ass at SummerSlam. You've crossed the mark. I'm going to prove to you you don't belong in, in my world. Basically. 
that you know that was basically it. It was a short match. It was just a, a short match to make the Undisputed Era look good and Adam Cole to, to cut his promo on Pat McAfee. I enjoyed it. Really good, impactful, brilliant stuff. Then we had Santos Escobar versus Tyler Breeze. Quick back back and forth matches. It's about eight eight minute minutes long. Breeze avoids the Phantom Driver. Um, he hit a pit of corner forearms. Then he hit the social model kick for a close two count. L Legado del Fantasma. He basically runs towards him, clotheslines his head off, and his group come out, and um, he hits the Phantom Driver, distracting Breeze. One, two, three. A battered Fandango with a broken arm comes out with like a pipe. Um, he swings around. He hits a, uh, two of the three of the El Fantasma group. Uh, he, he doesn't hit Fantasma. They take him out. Then Isaiah Swerve Scott, who's fighting Fantasma for his cruiserweight title um, at NXT TakeOver 30, he comes out, evens the scores, he chases them off. We might get a six-man tag next week. I'm assuming they're setting up a six-man tag for, for next week. Um, then a video package runs for, to hype the, the, the Kai fighting um, Io Shirai at NXT 30. Basically, um, she said everybody's put Io Shirai on a pedestal. She doesn't believe it. She's figured out how, how to beat her. She's kicked her in the face. She's taken it out. She has what it takes. A takeover. Our captain becomes champion. Then we had Indy Hartwell, which is Mia Yim. Mia Yim is the wife of Keith Lee, who got taken out at the beginning of the show. She said she's just about made it back in time with a backstage interview before she makes her way to the ring. She's been dealing with Keith Lee, her mind may not be on the match. She goes to the ring, she fights Indy Hartwell. More of a 50-50 match, it's in back and forth than usual. Mia Yim normally would have kicked her ass because she got things on her mind with her husband off a little bit with eye problems. Um... It was even back and forth. She hits the eat defeat. She hits a brand new submission move, um, which is a strange version of the cross fist, but she lifted her opponent's arm up over the head. Very good. Very, uh, uh, very creative. She beats her. She beats her about four and a half minutes. Uh, Mia Yim continues to climb the ladder in WWE. That's pretty damn good. Finn Valor um, promo runs next. He just said he explains he'll win the second chance North American Cup qualifier because he can. Then Bronson Reed fights Damian Priest. There we go. Two big meaty boys going out to be Bronson Reed being the thick boy. T-H-I-C-C. Big, big, thick guy. Fighting Damian Priest who looks like a guy from the vampire films. The tall version of a, of a vampire with glasses on. Both big men. Respectful. Both... Uh, Good guys, they hit each other, they started off taking goals at clothesline each other, they started doing other stuff to each other. Very good competitive, good guy, back and forth average match as you'd expect. I liked it, very competitive, back and forth. There was one move in the match towards the end where um, Bronson Reed, the thick guy, goes to the top rope and does his tsunami title with the splash. Um, you know... <laughs> Damien Priest just about gets out, out of the way. Out of, I think Bronson Reed jumped a bit early. Um, he, he, he goes for the reckoning, spinning neck breaker. Bronson Reed reverses it, hits a jackknife pin, wins one, two, three. Very good competitive match. You could tell there's respect there. It was basically that match where you, before you see two big guys running each other, they take turns of running close on each other against the ropes, you know, shoulder barges, you know. It was competitive, it was fun, it was pretty cool. I liked it. It went on for about, uh, 11 and a half minutes. It was very, 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 very good. Um, it was like a mini version of uh, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic's match. They had chemistry. It was good. I enjoyed it. Then Io Shirai had her own video response for Dakota Kai. She basically said she's got Dakota's message, but she doesn't know why she's acting like a big star. Before she turned on Tegan, nobody cared about her. Before she turned on um, Candice, nobody cared about her. She was scared of Shayna Baszler. She wouldn't stand up to her. She's just a scared little girl. And at takeover, she'll be terrified of Io too. Io says Dakota's not in her head. She's just pissed her off. 
Cameron Grimes. I have to say his name with a sense of an accent because it's fucking, I love Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, baby. He, a promo run for him saying he's going to win the main event tonight in the Triple Threat match versus Kushida and a mystery opponent for a shot on the North American title at TakeOver 30, a five-man ladder match. Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez versus Casey Gonzalo and Caden Carter. Basically, you knew who was going to win this match. Mercedes Martinez is a star. She's a monster. She's feuding with Rhea Ripley. Tag match didn't last long. Um, Casey Gonzalo and 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 and, and uh, Kaylee they they tried to win tag team moves on her on the team, but Alaya was going to take most of the moves because Mercedes is you know the star year. It was just an exhibition match to show how powerful Mercedes Martinez is. Mercedes Martinez puts Casey in the air raid crash. Pins them one two three. Match lasts about eight minutes. Um, I like the way they do the colours. Robert Stone Brandy's managing Alaya and Mercedes. He's wearing red with a black tie. Um, Alaya is wearing red with bits of black on her. But Mercedes Martinez is wearing black with bits of red on it. Don't tell me wrestling costumes don't mean anything. That means she's affiliated with them, but she doesn't want to really be with them, basically. Um, then Rhea Ripley's music hits to get payback from last week, where Mercedes Martinez took it out. Rhea Ripley comes down, she clears the ring. Then the numbers game get the best of her. All three of them are attacking Rhea Ripley, Stone Martinez and Alea. Then Shotty Blackheart comes down, evens the score. They run them off. Shotty Blackheart and Rhea Ripley look like a good team to, to fight Alea and Mercedes Martinez. To me, very good. And I understand Shotty Blackheart had her car stolen and all her wrestling gear stolen a few days ago. Before NXT started, they found her car. She went and got her attire and helmet. She's very happy about it. So that's a bit of good random news. Then we go to the Gargano household. Um, where they are psychotics, basically. They have a Mr. and Mrs. Tracksuit on. Uh, you know, he's wearing his, his, his blue one. Candice Ray is wearing a, a pink one. They basically start talking normal. And then the screen blurs a bit when they go a bit psycho. And they basically say, you know, they're the power couple of N NXT. They're going to take over. You never know what's coming. Be beware of us, basically. And then they walk up the stairs. You assume they go, they, they're going to bed. I don't really know. But, um... You know, at, you know, at, at, at the end of the day, Johnny, he did call himself the Wednesday night, as in night, K-N-A-N-I-H-T. And, you know, he said he's going to take over at TakeOver. You can't have a takeover without Johnny Takeover. He faces Rich Holland next week. Whoever wins gets the last spot in that match. Going to be awesome. Timothy Thatcher then gives another small lesson in the ring about his catch can uh, Thatch can wrestling. Then we have Adam Cole, Pat McAfee is going to be next week face to face before NXT 30 on August the 22nd. Um, they, and they also advertise a six man tag between Brizango and Isaiah Scott against Legado del Fantasma and his group. So, like I said, I said that earlier, that was going to happen. It probably will happen as well, just like I said. Then you have a North American uh, match now, the main event, which is Cameron Grimes versus Kushida versus the mystery opponent who is. Oh, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream apparently was having sex with minors years ago. There was no proof uh, against it. W brought him back. It's controversial. They have turned him bad guy, which made people boo him even more like it suits you. They can't have him being a good guy for what all the accusations were. He's been off TV since the 7th of June. But at the end of, uh, uh, of the day, you know, is it right to have him back on TV after these accusations? Uh, no proof. W must have done a thorough investigation to allow him back on TV. So I don't really know. I'm assuming... I'm assuming he's okay, but a lot of people online are not happy with it. Fantastic triple threat match. 
awesome. Loved it. It was a move after move after move. You had Dream and Grimes sometimes teaming up on Kashida. You had Kashida and Grimes tag up on Dream. It was brilliant. It was really good how it was done. Good near falls, good eye flying moves. Brilliant. In fact, it's the best triple threat match I've seen in a long, 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 long time. Very good. In the end, um, Kashida has got Velveteen Dream in like a, a, um, a floating arm lock, um, but he leaves his body exposed. Cameron Graves running jumps, does a double foot stomp, the cave in on Kashida. He rolls Velveteen Dream out. He gets the pin one, two, three. So Cameron Grimes is now also in the ladder match at NXT TakeOver. He meets Bronson Reed and Damian Priest. Like I said, Johnny Gargano is fighting Ridge Holland next week. And Finn Balor is going to fight the Velveteen Dream because Velveteen Dream did not get pinned tonight. All right, so next week, Finn, uh, so as soon as that match happened, so, sorry, um, because he's a bad guy now, Veldin Dream, he attacks Kashida repeatedly to show his anger. Then Finn Balor runs out for the, for the save, squares up to Velveteen Dream, points his fingers in his face, basically saying, you're next, me and you ne next week for the last spot in the NXT 5A ladder match at NXT TakeOver 30. Very good episode of NXT. Very, very, very good. I can't call it. I can't call what one was better. N NXT or AEW. I might just sneak it to NXT this week because they didn't have one bad match on there. Everything seemed to flow and I you know I thought it was a better show overall. Just just a very quick review uh tonight guys. I'm a bit behind. I've had to send stuff into um uh, the wrestling website just like I do every, every week. But I, I'm a bit behind tonight. Um so I do appreciate your patience. This podcast will be uploaded now sometime later on on Thursday night, if not sometime Friday morning. So in the meantime, take care of yourselves and each other. Wash your hands. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.